You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stugatz, huh? A little divisional we weekend, divisional round. Know. What do you yeah. call this? It's the divisional round of the playoffs, Billy. The second round of the playoffs. What do you mean, what do you call this? I mean, you're the uh, you're ranked number six in terms of football experts in the entire world. Yeah. You know, Stugatz, I have a rule to implement today for the show. Yes. One rule. What's that? Fun. I, I want to like have that. fun today. I like that. Okay. So how do you plan on having fun today? What do you think? We're still trying to figure that out. I mean, we'll talk to our good friend, Mike Golick, who I'm starting to think maybe doesn't like me a ton. Just well, an inkling. Listen, I can remove any doubt and just tell you flatly, he does not like you. Oh. <laughs> so you don't have to think. I'm sorry. That's so mean. Going it is. It's, we're off to a bad start with the one rule being fun. Also, though, Chris Sims, I'm also kind of getting the same vibes. <laughs> I think that they've had about enough of us this year. <laughs> enough of you. Billy, you uh, you get under people's skin. I mean, by design. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't know why. I just ask the questions, you know. Sometimes people don't want to hear it, but I have to ask, right? You do. You ask the tough questions, Billy. Yeah. You do. Uh, are you excited for the divisional rounds of the playoffs coming up here? I am. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. I'm Good. excited. Good. Are you? Uh, I am excited. I think the games are going to be great. You had two games over wild, Super Wild Card Weekend that were, I guess, good games. You had the Bengals game, and then, of course, you had the Dallas game. I think all four games this weekend are going to be great, but I think the one you and I should be focused on is, Billy, I'm telling you, this game is for everything, all right? Mm-hmm. It is San Francisco and Green Bay Saturday night, Lambeau Field, and I'm telling you right now, whoever wins the game also wins Aaron Rodgers for the remainder of his career. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. Uh, What are we doing with DraftKings this week? Do we have a game going on for the divisional round of the playoffs? We do. And guys, it is exactly what we did last week. It locks on Saturday this week. I know people listening to this are used to Sunday and they ask us on Sunday, hey, how do I do this? How do I do this? It's already locked. It's because during the playoffs, we've been locking on Saturdays so that all the playoff teams can be involved. So Go to dkng.co slash levitard, sign up, compete against us in fantasy. Every game is going to have people eligible, so it's locking at the first game Saturday. So kickoff Saturday, it locks. So you got to get it in before Saturday. You can't play on Sunday if you don't get it in on Saturday. Saturday, 4.30 is the first game. So you have to get your entire lineup for the weekend in by Saturday at 4.30 when Tennessee and Cincinnati kicks off. That's right. You know who we have on today? Who do we have on today, Bill? Mattress Mac. No way. He's going to be joining Mojo Java. He's 75, Chris, Bill. K-Funk, yeah. <laughs> but K-Funk's going to be in a strip club. Well, you know, 
Do we know how much money Mattress Mac won? Because that's that's how we learned of Mattress Mac, correct? Well, and he gave I a mean, lot of money to charity, I believe, or something like that. I don't know about any of that. I mean, Mattress Mac has been famous <laughs> for for a couple of years now. He'll come and he'll do usually like uh, if someone in Houston is doing something, he'll be in the news because he'll say, "Hey, if this team from Houston wins, everything you buy from me will be free." Um, yeah. And then he showed up in the news this past week because he, I guess, has. Uh, diversified his gambling portfolio and lost millions of dollars betting on the NFL with teams that had nothing to do with Houston. So we thought it'd be a good time to check in with old Mattress Max, see how he's doing. How many millions of dollars do you know? It's, uh, we'll have to ask him because I've seen different numbers in different places. I saw six somewhere. I saw eight. Right. I saw four. So we'll get an idea from Mattress Max exactly how much he's lost. And Hopefully he's in a mood for fun because I don't know that I would be if I just lost millions of dollars. Fun, Billy. Fun. 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 Yes. God bless fun. God bless uh, who fun. do you want to go to first? Who are we going to first this week? Let's talk to Mattress Mac. Really? Let's not even make people wait. Let's talk to Mattress wow. Mac right out of the gate. All right. Let's uh, let's go to Mattress Mac, Mojo, Chris Gronkowski, Jobber Chamberlain, and Jobber's personal assistant, K-Funk. Do we have a uh, mattress Mac with us? I'm here. Oh my man! I got an actual shirt on, not sleeves. Take it off. Take it off. Take it yeah. off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. mattress yeah. Mac. Oh, my man. Jabba, do you know who mattress Mac is? Have I lived under a rock for the last ten years? What the hell? We at least get a baseball fan on here. Let's go. K Fug. Uh, do you know who mattress Mac is? Been a big fan of James since 2017. Wow. 2017. Mattress Mac, for the audience and for the people on the Zoom who are not familiar with your story, would you mind introducing yourself and getting us up to speed on who you are and why we're having you on? Sure. My name is Jim McAvale, a.k.a. Mattress Mac. I, I run Gallery Furniture in Houston, Texas. We have three furniture stores. Many years ago, I started doing these promotions that says if Team X wins the World Series or some big game and you uh, buy a mattress $3,000 or better, if that team wins, you get your money back, and that's how I became the world's biggest gambler. All right. But recently, last six days, it hasn't gone so well. You've lost, uh, I believe, $6.7 million? No, actually, 8.2. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. Yeah. Who's, who's counting? Gronk, don't feel so bad, okay? <laughs> Mattress Mac, don't worry. Your time has come. You get introduced to Jabba's coin right now it's gonna turn over everything amen to that that's what i need all right and you got a bunch of guys here who love mattresses i promise you okay we've gone through multiple in our days (laughs) wait so mojo you realize right you're now gonna have to promote mattress max mattress store okay at the end here i will do that but i actually have an extra special promo for the end of the show probably the best one we've ever done here so just keep wow. that in your mind too for later. Mattress right. Mac, how did you lose eight million dollars yeah, last week that. gambling? Right. Well, I had uh, six point two million on Alabama Jesus. to win the uh, national championship, and that didn't work out. Right. And I had a two million dollar um, bet on the New England Patriots that I bought um, a couple months ago uh, for them to win the Super Bowl at twenty four to one. Well, that was a good bet, that though. That was yeah. a good bet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid bet. Mattress Mac, I have a question for you. Losing 8.2, is that like you barely care or is that like a massive blow or your Mattress Mac, 8.2 million ain't nothing to you? Well, you know, it's a hedge bet. So, uh, you know, you live to play another day. It took me about two seconds to get over each bet. (laughs) 
Mattress Mac, I want to be you where I can lose. My wife says I have a gambling problem. I say I have a promotion problem. Oh, ignore her. I mean, enough with the wife already. Chris Gronkowski, you have something to say there? Dude, that's marketing dollars. He didn't lose anything. Look how many stories came out of it. Look how many That's right. I know the game, man. I know the game. Yeah, you when you lose eight million, you get to come on shows like this. It's free promo. Let's hope we sell some damn mattresses off the show. <laughs> you need sales worse than you've ever needed them right now. I do. What's the most you've ever lost on on a sporting event? Well, you know, and the Astros were playing uh, who they play the Braves. I yeah. had hit that bet, and um, that was this year. Yeah, if they'd have won the World Series, they were minus one forty going to the World Series. I would have won thirty six million. Oh, Jesus didn't you lose like ten, didn't you lose like ten, ten or eleven or something like that? Yeah, but thirty six million, twenty six million was hedged, and I would have won ten million in my pocket. Jesus but Mattress Mac didn't uh, didn't half of them offer you a buyout like halfway through? No, nah, they don't much do that. You know, uh, a lot of them uh, like uh, the ones that take the big bets, like Caesars. They don't want to do buyouts, which is fine. Uh, I just want to. Once I make the bet, I'm gonna ride it. What's the most you've like, ever won? Well, when the Astros won in two thousand seventeen. Uh, about yes. 20 million. Jesus Christ. But you lost a lot in free mattresses, right? Oh, yeah. You pay it back in matches, but the PR, the goodwill lasts forever. So it's a good promotional item. It gets people in the store, and brick and mortar retailing needs to compete right now with Amazon. So that's what we're doing. Uh, did you ever bet on a game in which Jabba Chamberlain was participating in just at any point during his career? I, I don't know. I bet on the Astros, not the Yankees. Mattress Mac, uh, do you know any celebrities? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> oh, here we go. I know a lot of celebrities. All right, well, name a couple. You can give me a couple. Roger Clements. Um, oh, boy. The Rocket. the Rocket. Alex Bregman. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Clyde Drexler. All the Astros, all those, I, I know. Clyde the Glide. How do you Clyde the Glide. I like it. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm thinking Roger Clemens next week. He'll join you, Mattress Mac, and all of us in this Zoom. You good with that? Can you make that happen for us? I have to ask him. Okay. That's Jabba. That's Jabba's guy right there. Yeah. So I know that's who uh, no, was Jabba with me my rookie Tell him, year. Yeah, Matt, this is perfect. Hold on. This is important. Tell him Jabba Chamberlain. Jabba, are you friends with Roger? Yeah. Okay. Tell him it's Jabba Chamberlain's podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, do we, who do we think will get a rocket on sooner, Mattress Mac or Jabba? Mac. Mattress Mac, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, Mattress no Mac, you're, are you at least willing to uh, send them a text and ask them? That's all, that's all I'm wondering. Yeah, I send them a text and ask him. Okay, you are, you are good. I Who is the most famous person you've ever sold a mattress to? Uh, former President Bush. What? Oh, shit. Oh, get him on. Get him on. Get him on. They just showed up like wait, father or son. They just showed up to, to your store and were in the mood for a mattress. I used to promote tennis matches all the time. So uh, uh, President Bush 41, the older Bush president would him and Barbara would come to our tennis matches all the time. I had the tennis matches covered my tennis courts two years in a row. And Roger Federer's record was 10 and 0. Do you ship mattresses? I mean, Wait, hold on, hold on, one at a time. Hold on, one at a time. Uh, Mojo, you go. everyone's got questions for Mattress Mac. Yeah, we ship mattresses all over the country, absolutely. Okay. Hold on, let me sign up to galleryfurniture.com right now. Java! <laughs> Man! We know how big of a deal Mattress Mac is because K-Funk actually had an NFL Hall of Famer ready to bring on the show today. 
but he knew he couldn't match up to Mattress Max, so he pushed it to next week. Yeah, we did. Push we, it back. Yeah, that was our call. We well, pushed it back. Next week, Roger Clemens is joining. But now we have the Rocket. Yeah. Right? It's a good point. <laughs> Push it back again. <laughs> next Wait, year, we'll Funk. get on Kate Funk's guy. Wait, no, I find it amazing that Mattress Mac can get a former president on, potentially. He can get Roger Clemens, Clyde Drexler, and we can't get Chris to get his dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Papa, Papa Gronk gets after it, man. He's down here in Tampa partying. Yeah, he's with K-Funk, man. What do you expect? I had a friend of mine that bartends at a place here locally for the Bills game and the Pats game, and they text me, yeah, I think Gronk's coming. He reserved the table. I was like, Rob has a game tomorrow. He's not coming Saturday night to party. Right. I was like, maybe it's, you know, it's probably like one of the brothers or something. Like an hour later, they go, oh, it's his dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to get him on now. Oh, we have to. <laughs> Old Rob might have partied the day before a game, but not not new Rob. <laughs> yeah. uh, mattress Mac, just give me one other name. Anyone else you sold the mattress to? Someone famous that you sold the mattress to? Oh, somebody else I sold a mattress to. Uh, probably um, Mary Lou Retton. Mm, wow. There, oh, there we go. Jeez. What kind of deals do we have going on right now for mattresses? Lots of deals. Just go to our website, push that buy button, and we'll get it to you in three days. Wow. Well, hey, what's, the, what's the website? Give it to us one more time. Galleyfurniture.com. All right. Are you guys ready for the games this week? Are we ready to go? Ready. Who was the Hall of Famer, K-Funk, that you had? You don't want to tell us? You don't want to spoil it? No, I'm not going to spoil it. He's not. No, I, first of all, I never see he was in the Hall of Fame, but he was okay. 11, 11 seasons, all pro, first round pick. He's like, you, you know him. Okay. We'll, we'll see him in a couple weeks. All right. Well, maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. K-Funk, never let the truth get in the way of a good story, all right? He's a Hall of Famer, all right? <laughs> you never know. Mojo, in your personal record book, he's a Hall of Famer, correct? I don't know who it is, but yes. Jabba, your coin will go last. I'm going to go Mojo first, okay? Seems to be working out for you, Mojo. Uh, and then I'll go uh, Chris, <laughs> K-Fug, and then we'll go to Mattress Mac. What a segment we put together here. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, all right, here we go. Bengals at Titans. Titans getting Derrick Henry back, Mojo. They are minus three and a half Titans. at home. Titans, you're taking the Titans. That's it. No more. Setup. I don't need the, the spread. Titans. I'm the spread master. I invent the spread. That's a good point. I apologize. <laughs> My apologies to the spread master. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Chris Gronkowski. Yeah, Bengals at Titans. Titans are minus three and a half at home. Going Titans. All right, going Titans. This is coming down to you and Jabba, right? Someone's going to have to call yeah. it a favor to someone. Yeah. I'm just uh, Mojo at this point. Mattress Mac. <laughs> oh, Mattress Mac. Yeah. Let's go to uh, wait, Mattress Mac. You have the deal of the. Century going on right now, according to your website. Amen. That's right. Right. How many times you trotted that promotion out? Deal of the century. It's the first time for that one. <laughs> really? First time. Oh, uh, you're a good man. All right, here we go. Uh, Java. <laughs> we got to go to K Funk. Bengals at Titans. Titans minus three and a half. Who does K Funk have? I'd love the money liner to buy a half here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Titans with the three uh -huh. and a half. All right, K-Funk has the uh, the Titans. Mattress Mac, we go to you. Bengals at Titans. Titans minus three and a half. Who do you have? Titans. I'm going with the crowd. All right, going with the crowd. Jabba, is the coin ready? <laughs> the coin's going right. to say Bengals. Jabba, heads is Bengals, okay? Tails, Titans. Got it? Ready. All right, flip it. He's flipping it. Heads. All right, so Jabba has the uh, the Bengals. All right, 
we'll keep the same order so I don't get confused. Uh, 49ers at Packers. Packers are minus Packers. six. Okay, Moja, the spread. <laughs> I, I apologize. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, Chris, who do you have here? Packers minus six. I'm, I'm taking Packers in this one. All right, Packers. Uh, let's I go. Make to... up ground that way, Chris. Well, no, he I'm doesn't not, have I'm not to. Catching Mojo, I'm, I'm just, I'm just taking all his picks at this point. It's him and Job at this point, right? Uh, let's go to K Funk. K Funk, who do you have here? I'm gonna take the Niners. They looked pretty good last week. I'm gonna stick with them. Okay. Uh, Mattress Mac, who do you have? Niners at Packers. Packers minus six. Packers, too cold for the Niners. Mm-hmm. Okay, too cold. <laughs> Mattress Mac, have you put any bets down on this weekend's games? Like, do you have real money on the games? I will have some real money on the games uh, before the games start. Okay, how much do you think? Like, what's a normal weekend for you? A couple mil? Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got into the mattress business. <laughs> Jesus. The way he said that hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, nope. He's so pleased with himself, too. I love him. <laughs> All right, Java, you got that coin ready, man? We're going to go 49ers heads. We're going to go Packers tails. Tails. All right. You got the Packers. <laughs> All right, Mojo, do you want me to even set it up? Buccaneers. You know okay. <laughs> you all have to pick the Bucks here, right? What's, uh, what's Chris, the line? Go, Chris, Chris what's the here. line, yeah? It's uh, minus four. four. What? Minus three, excuse me. Oh, it's three. Yep. I was looking at the uh, some other game. Four kids. Chris, uh, field goal is three points in football in case that influences your pick at all. Mm. Oh, Chris, you're not going to pick against your brother. Come on, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, but I'm not happy about the uh, O-line situation. Right. Yeah. Especially with Don't that D-line, Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Right? <laughs> Is Aaron Donald good? <laughs> How do you feel about that O-line situation? Take the Rams, Chris. I mean, nah, no, nah, I'll, I'll take the Bucks here. All right. Your brother would kill you. Uh, let's go to K-Funk. K-Funk, what do you have here? I'm going to take the Bucks also. That a boy. Uh, Mattress Mac, who are you going with? Bucks minus three, uh, home against the Rams. Bucks, it's unfair to make LA pay on Monday night. Then you got to travel all the way across the country. Boom, that's analysis right there. That mm-hmm. is gambling analysis. And speaking of gambling analysis, job is the coin ready. Here we go. Heads is uh, Rams, tails is Bucks. Tails. All right, wow. you got the Bucks. He wanted to be opposite Grok there, though. He does. He needs to make up ground. Everyone had the Bucks. I think that first game. The Bucks. Uh, Mojo, what do you want me to do here? Do you know the final game? You want to just blurt out a team? <laughs> this is the only game I'm like really concerned about. The it's a tough game. Blocks, I'm not concerned, whatever. Um, well, I don't want the spread. I wrote the spread. I'm the spread master. So uh, I'll just say Bill. <laughs> All right. I mean, the uh, sole reason that I need to see more people through flaming tables, and I can't be here to do it every week, like when they play the box. <laughs> Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter. You've won this thing already. You're the big winner. Okay. Uh, Chris, Bills or Chiefs? Who do you have? Chiefs minus one and a half. Oh, it's one and a half? Yeah. One and a half now? Yeah. Drop it. Man. That's it's a, a tough, tough game. It's a good game, man. It is a good game. Uh, man. I'm going to go with Bills Mafia. All right. Wow. Look at I'm going to do it, man. All right. Uh, K-Funk, who are you going with here? I got the Bills here, too. All right, mm-hmm. K-Funk. Uh, Mattress Mac, who are we going with? Bills and Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs at home. Chiefs wow. at home. He did not hesitate. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, Jabba, we'll go uh, Tails, uh, Heads, Bills, excuse me. Tails, Chiefs. Okay. Tails. All right. So you have, the, uh, you have the Chiefs. 
big game for us. I will, I will say, I, you know, I feel like the Chiefs are probably going to win here. I want the Bills, but mm. I've always made my picks off of who I want to win rather than who I think is going to win, and it's worked out pretty well so far. So we can't deviate this late. Okay. How does Mattress Mac win this thing? It's impossible. No, I guess, I guess percentage. Just don't finish in last, Mattress Mac. Okay. First of all, I he's already not. won. Let's let let's get that out of here. He's, he's one of the game won, of life. So yeah, he, he's I good. finished last 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 week. I got to improve this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I hear you, nope. buddy. Me too. I know. We're. All... <laughs> okay, you, were you, you at a, to have the best weekend a, of anyone here? I mean, come on, Mac. Mac, were you at a strip club also and had about eight shots before you made picks or no? <laughs> I don't go to strip, strip clubs. I'm too famous. <laughs> Mattress Mac, uh, are you mortified by all this? Or are you cool? I'm cool with it. You know, we got some good picks here. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, this is very- on the show next week. If I'm if I'm four and zero, get me on the show. No, no, you're, you're on the show anyway. You're on the show regardless. Even if you go on four, just make sure Clemens is with you. Okay. <laughs> okay, got it. Good. <laughs> all right, guys. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mojo, would you mind just quickly before Mattress Mac leaves? He's got to go. He's got business to uh, to to handle. We all do. Uh, Would you uh, would you mind promoting his uh, his mattress store for him so he could hear it? All right, my man. Here we go, guys. We've been talking about it the entirety of the show because the mattresses deserve it. That's why. We use little touch-and-go promos at the end of the segment, but when the product is this good, you can't help but discuss it the entire day. Do you want evidence? Do you want proof of how fantastic these mattresses are? This man lost $8.2 million in two seconds and doesn't care because that's how many mattresses he sells. So if they're that good, the proof is in the pudding. Check them out. Craziest deal ever. If you don't, Mattress Mac said, F*** y'all. He ain't coming back next week. <laughs> and it's the deal of the century. Don't yeah, leave that out, that out <laughs> And you put all your money in the mattress. When you make all that money gambling this week, put it in the mattress. That a boy. Mattress back. You were okay with that promotion? We're good? Uh, it was a little strong, but I, I'll live with it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bleep out the bad words. We'll keep it nice yeah, and we bleep out Don't the bad words. We'll, we'll, we'll clean it up. TV in Houston, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll clean it up for you, Mattress Mac. Um, we appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you and Roger Clemens next week, sir. Great fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and, and President okay. Bush. He's got Bush. a <laughs> um, All right, Mojo, do you want to promote uh, anything for K-Funk, Java, Chris, or yourself or this podcast? Big, big promotion. Right, big promotion. Us. No, I want to know this big promotion that he's got, guys. Yeah, I'm, ready to, I'm excited yeah. for this one. Same. This is a big one, guys. This is the biggest one all year, and I'm kind of nervous to do it wow. because it's that big of a deal. You don't get nervous, Mojo. You never get nervous. I, think I know, but that's how phone. big it is. Jabba, I'm recording. He's recording it. <laughs> Jabba is recording the recording as he should because this is the greatest promotion to ever take place on God <laughs> Bless Football because right now you all have the opportunity to vote God Bless Football for the best American football podcast today. You don't know who you're going to get on here. 
every week. It's a surprise. And you'll never find a show where this many wild characters can come together, merge personalities, and create true magic without a script on the fly. So go right now and vote or else we're all quitting. If you like to <laughs> casually watch the show, well, you better go vote or else you're going to be able to watch the show no more. So get it done. Get off your ass. Warm up those fingertips, baby, and start punching keys. Vote one time, two times, 69 times, or don't come back. <laughs> get hyped or get out. Stu Gatz, by the way, this is a record. That was the first time a 69 was mentioned in this whole podcast. One I know. I know. I Very know. late. I have the over-under set at 69 every time we go <laughs> You see, Jabba, I'm glad you brought that up. This was also done on purpose. Today we had to save it for when it counted most. Mm. Hey, how, how, do, how do people vote? What's the website so everyone knows? sportspodcastawards.com is is where you vote and we don't care about the other categories we only care about this one best american football uh, podcast wait are the gronks taking a uh, family trip are you well are you going to the game are the gronks going, going to, to the game, game? bringing the yeah. kids bringing the kids really you're bringing kids, the kids yeah. around big g watching a football game man that's yeah yeah he, he enjoys it he calms down a little bit for the kids curse though does he curse around the kids or what no, he's he's never been like the dad that's you know screaming and and going crazy. So he's always been good at games. Chris, did you, Uncle Rob or Uncle Gordmore? Uh, they they see Uncle Rob a lot more because he's on every damn commercial. So we've never had Gordy on this show. No, not yet. No, no Gordy. That's Maybe a next week right with there. Mattress Listen, Mojo, we blew off a Hall of Famer for a fucking guy who owns a mattress store. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is Mattress Max probably more famous. Is, is the crazy. <laughs> no he had no time for this. Did you see how he ran out? Like he had He's to, like, all right, take, uh, see y'all later. Peace. Enough of this shit. Yeah, he's got another show or some promotion to do, but he... The, the way he just casually just dropped, oh, President Bush and Barb stopped by. I know. You know, we just got him a mat. Mary Lou, right. He's got the sale of the century going on, so, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big time for That's him. Dave Buck is a very good point. That's a great point. <laughs> Mike Gold, you know who we talked to? Mattress Mac. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Like, he was insulted when I said, hey, you lost $6.1 million last week. He was insulted. He said, no, it was 8.3 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, when the number's that high, you know it exact. <laughs> Billy, he seemed insulted, right? When I uh, merely suggested he lost $6 million. Yeah, and then and then when we asked, like, well, how long did it take you to get over that? He's like, got ah, two minutes, and then I moved on to something else. I was like, oh, okay, cool mattress, Mac. <laughs> The the least sentence shocking of all time is that you aggravated somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, he sold mattresses to, to George Bush Senior. You know that, Mike? Huh? I did. Barb and Barb. Wow. Yeah, have you ever met a president? Mike, have you met a president? I think Mike and Mike, like, in its heyday, yeah. in its glory. I think you had a couple of trips to the White House, we, right? we, had, we went to the White House. George Bush, the son, we called the, uh, when he used to have the T-ball uh, the T-ball game on the front lawn. Green and I were the play-by-play -play analyst, and then we had dinner at the White House that night. Whoa! Nice. What's the White House wow. like? Yeah, it's very cool. We actually a had a guy. Yeah. We, we actually had a guy who um, 
who listened to our show, who worked within the White House, and he took us everywhere except for the Situation Room. We couldn't oh, go in there, but we wow. went in the Oval Office, which wow. is very cool. And we were very bummed because on the desk you you could you couldn't take pictures of the, the resolute desk, the whatever. Um, I, 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 I like it as the desk from National Treasure with... Um, yeah, that you push the buttons. Did you try to see if there was secret things in there? Yes, exactly. But there is a phone on there and you weren't allowed to take pictures because mm. it had presidents of the other countries like on, you know, one press dial type oh, thing. Wow. And there is a red button on the desk. And, you know, you're all like, oh, shit, you know, what's a red button for, man? Is that a launch, right. you know? Is and, that the button? And yeah. they said... No, that's when the president wants a drink or something. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, man, that's so depressing. I know, but, but yeah. what a great thing to have a drink button. How about yes. awesome? <laughs> but, yeah, Jake went with me, and Jake was in high school then, and we have good pictures of, of us and Jake sitting in the Oval Office. And such. Jake sat next to Laura Bush, to the president's wife, the first lady, during the T-ball game. And all I remember is sitting in the booth Greeny and I were sitting in, looking at Jake, who was then about 16, sitting next to the first lady. I'm like, God, Jake, don't say something stupid. Please, God, don't say anything stupid. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious, but he was it great. You, no, 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 he was great. It was, it was Wait, really how'd you decide on Jake? Like, why not Mike Jr.? Yeah. Why not Sid? What happened there? Chris and Sydney were going to Florida. Sydney had a swim meet. And Mike, I can't remember the reason Mike uh, could not go. Something where he couldn't go. So it was the White House. I'm sorry, a swim meet, and he was too busy for the White House. It was a big national meet in Florida, so she, we weren't missing that. Hmm. No, not I mean, Billy, that. she's a very good swimmer. Sydney's a very good yeah. swimmer. That so probably, Sue, she worked very hard for that yeah, moment. I'm sure. Sue, at the Olympics Sue, now, now. So Sue, I would say to you. There. You know, if you got invited to the White House and your daughter was on a national team and had a monster tournament, yeah. you know, out of the out of the state somewhere, would yeah. Abby go with your daughter to the tournament? And you go to the White House, or you go? Is she blowing it off? I'm going to take it one step further, Mike. I'm a better dad than you are. I would also attend the lacrosse game. I wouldn't go. I blow off the president in the White House. How about that? I'm that such, is a liar. such a lie. <laughs> that is. I a call lie. myself out before you go, Billy. I'll I'll go even further. Chances do ask the president to reschedule. Let me tell you, that, that would <laughs> this, can we push hey, this day or two? Game. <laughs> you, you want to talk about pins and needles and stew there? But we're so as we're getting ready to go to dinner, what happens is all the like invited guests you get announced by a marine and you come walking around a wall and the president and the first lady are there and you get an official picture with them. So. We, me and Greeny, you know, we're waiting in line there for, with, a, with a few people, and then it's our turn to come up. And we turn the corner, and before the Marine can announce who we are, the president looks at us and goes, Mike and Mike. We're like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. Wow. You know, so we go over there, and then we're taking the picture, but the president's talking with us about sports, baseball, whatever. And you could tell at that point, the First Lady, Laura, just gave him a look that we saw, and we were like, Oh shit. Okay, let's stop talking. We got to keep. She's like, "Can we keep this thing moving along? You boys can have your sports talk later." So, after the pictures on the way on the walk over to the dinner, we all walk together and just and just BS for a while. It was very cool. It's very very cool. Did you steal anything? Uh yeah, pen. I did take a pen. Really? Nice. Oh yeah. Wow. I wasn't leaving there empty. Where is it? Uh, I you know what? I have no idea. It was oh. basically the thrill. You know, right. wow. the thrill yeah. of stealing something from the White House. Yeah, you got exactly. it past the Secret Service. They didn't see it. No, they did not see it. Mm -hmm. I was not shot on sight.
I think we had Marty Smith uh, on the White House lawn. Remember that, Billy, where yeah. uh, his producer was throwing Wiley. passes? Yeah, Wiley. Jonathan Wiley was throwing passes <clears throat> on the White House lawn, Mike. Secret Service asked them to stop. And, <laughs> and so, you know, when they tell our show to stop, we keep pushing forward. We asked Marty to do it again. He did. And I believe the Secret Service threw him out. They said one more and the snipers on the roof might get you. Let, let yes. me tell you, they are loaded for bear. I mean, it, it's it's I was there in another capacity with the Diabetes Association, but that was more general. We were only allowed in like not not in any of the main areas like we were when we were there, when me and Greeny were there. But, man, they are loaded for bear. I'll tell you what, to get in there, the the the, the pack, you know, the, the Secret Service, the the security. Wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it ain't messing around. You eat anything? You oh, eat? We, had, we had dinner there. But Ooh. what's really cool, what they do. It's like, so Jake was with me. So like, like Stu, if you were there and you brought Abby, you wouldn't sit at the same table. They split the people up. So you have to get to know the other people uh, at your table. That's I, normal in my house anyway. I mean, well, that's true. They don't want to eat with you. And then, and then they have, you have the menu and everybody signs the menu that they have in front of them. Then you pass it around. Everybody takes it home and you have a signed menu of who was at your table. It's actually pretty cool. That's who was at your cool table? Thing. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, but I have the menu that has all their signatures on. Wow. Do you think Greeny remembers everyone at that table? I'm certain he does. I, I, I guarantee you he'll remember more than I will. There's no, yeah. as far as the people who are there, without question. I love yeah. the idea of you in the Oval Office just hitting buttons on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but that, they were, listen, is on. <laughs> they, they were so adamant to not take pictures of this phone. And the first thing I did was look at Jake, because I know Jake would try you know, I'm like, Jake, don't, just don't, Jake, okay? Just don't go shit. Uh, Mike, so you picked the games last week, and yep. you had a good record. Would you like – I went 5-1, and one, I believe. I'm 69-50 on the season. I have no idea how this has happened. I'm the worst gambler ever. But I think you went 4-1 and one last week. Five and so oh. I don't know. I went 5-0, oh, Stu. I Holy went 5-0. Holy shit. Oh, because yeah. you – right, because I picked the uh, Bengals game. You were I on did. that game. I was right. on that game. Which yeah. game do you have this weekend? The Bucks. I have the Bucks and the Rams, so I can't pick that one. I wasn't supposed to do a game this weekend, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go do sideline for this game. I'm like a like a sideline analyst, you know. So like, oh nice. And the reason I'm doing it because that's what I'm going to do for the Super Bowl. So they, wow. I wanted to get, I wanted to get a practice game in. So I said, can I go do a game and I'll do the sideline kind of how the practice is for what you want me to do. You know, not like the normal sideline stories. It's like to be an analyst down in the field. So I'm going to do that in this game and then do it in the Super Bowl. Before we get to the games and your yep. picks this weekend, Mike, uh, yep. you saw Bruce Arians kind of open-handedly slap a player in the helmet. Yep. Um, he was fined $50,000. A lot of pe people hate that, Mike. Keep your hands off the players, yeah, right? Yeah. What were your, as an old so, school NFL guy, how do you feel about that? Whole so thing? again, this this is you know when we sit here and say old school, the, the, you know because people all seem to poo poo old school and say we should only do new school. This wasn't so much old school. This was different era, you know. In, in our era, that that happened, right? Yeah. You know that that happened. There were face masks, grab shoulder pads, grab. You know, helmets slapped like that. Doesn't make it right, but it happened. It no, was no, a no. Time right. It does not absolutely make it right, does not yeah. make it right. But that was, I don't want to say the norm because it didn't happen all the time, but it happened and you just kind of went with it. So if players, again, I'll say this, were born in my era, they would have, this is kind of what would have happened. If I were born in this era and playing in this era, I would have been born playing in a different 
time where this is not accepted anymore because I know some players came right out and said, man, you touched me like that and I'm going to drop you and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I get it because it's, a, it's different today. Again, wherever you want to put the right or wrong, and it is wrong, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be grabbing, hitting, slapping anybody. You shouldn't be, and it shouldn't have happened way back in the day. But again, that that's kind of what was that's the norm, is if that's what you want to say. But but it happened. Uh, of like that, I'm not saying you know crazy. Listen, I played on a team in Philadelphia where fights happened all the time, and and Buddy Ryan told his coaches, if you're going to get involved and mouth off and all that, you better be prepared to fight too. I mean that's. That's where I was. That's where we sure. were. So, yeah. I mean, that shit w- wouldn't happen today. And I get it. It's probably, I'm sure it's better that it's not. So, again, I'll say if I were playing in this era, it, it, it's, I would say never acceptable. But it was it was done more uh, during my years and certainly before where it, it wasn't like you weren't like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Where now you're like, man, hey, don't do that. You know, right. you do that now today. Some guy's going to drop you. Did a coach ever hit you? No, no, I never got no. hit. And, and I never really saw guys not get hit. Guys got their face mask grabbed to be put in a spot. Or if they did something really stupid, got a bad 15-yarder, their face mask rattled a little bit, maybe a little, you know, a, a tap on the side of the helmet. But, uh, but you know, I've seen players and coaches square off in practice for right. sure, you know. Coach, and, co- and Coach grabs the wrong face mask, like, you know, oh, yeah. liked it. he's like, get the f- Even before you get to grabbing a face mask, you know, just the words and then you square off. And I was with coaches that they didn't back down. Dale Hop, my D-line coach, God rest his soul. That that would square off with anybody. He didn't give a shit. He was awesome, man. I mean, you know, that's when we had Clyde and Reggie and Jerome, you know, and these guys and and Dale was as tough as shit, man. It was it was something. He was he Are was you great. telling me he would square up to Clyde Simmons? Well, those who would, you know, who who out of that group I mentioned would be most likely to get in a mouth off session with the coach. Clyde Simmons, Jerome Brown, or Jerome. Reggie White. Yeah. Jerome, exactly. Jerome. Yeah. Exactly. And and Dale wouldn't back down, man. We would end up laughing because we knew there was no way they were going to go at it. We wouldn't let that happen. Right. But D- Dale wouldn't back down, man, at all. So they're Mike, probably- I think I think part of the problem with with Arians doing that is the optics. If it were the other yes. way around, if the player just slugged a sixty something year old Bruce Arians, right, and he falls to the ground, like how would that look, and what would the NFL do? Well, know? I mean, go back to how long ago was it when when it was who was it in baseball? Was it Zimmer? Two thousand and three. Yeah, Pedro. Don Don Zimmer, Zimmer and Pedro. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine that now? An older coach like that going out and getting dropped by a player, knocked out by a player. I mean. My God. I mean, you know, uh, again, that was not now that again, this was four. This is what 17 years ago. So compared to when I played, not that long ago. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if a player hauled off and hit it, hit an older coach like that, oh man, that would be it for a while for that player. There's no doubt about it. So I get the fine. I know he said he was going to appeal the fine. I haven't heard of anything happened uh, with the appeal on it. But yeah, it, it definitely is different today. I mean, as, as I just described from, from decades ago. I don't know what I'm doing here, but if there's a coach I want to see get hit right in the face, it'd probably be Bruce Arians. <laughs> now it's what coach you want to see hit in the face? Yeah, Billy, which coach would you like to see get hit in the face? What a ridiculous question. Yeah, well, what is that? <laughs> is it because, a... <laughs> because of their face or because you don't like them or you think it'll yeah. be funny? What, what is it, Step Brothers, are? where a dude wants to just hit, uh, you know, 
what's his name in the face? There's something about your face. I just want to yeah. punch you right in the suckle. How, how do you say Bruce Arians when we live in a world with Bill Belichick? Mm. How do you say Bruce Arians is the guy you want to punch in the face when you are as a Jet fan live in a world that includes Bill Belichick? Because I feel like Arians has this unheard arrogance. The only reason he has a Super Bowl is because of Tom Brady. It's wow. the only reason. Uh, and like, and apparently so does Bill Belichick. <laughs> He's got six of them. I mean, you're right. Punch him in the face. I don't want to see any coach get punched in the face. Oh, I don't These know. are also old men at this point that you're punching in the I face. Know, I exactly. know, exactly. I mean, slugs Taylor in the face. I'm okay with it. You're picking it. the two oldest coaches in the game and Arians and Belichick. And you want to punch in the face? What the hell? I don't know Jeez. what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Wow, Mike, which of the games this weekend are you most excited for? That Kansas City Buffalo game to me feels like an AFC Championship. Listen, I mean, everybody wanted wanted that for the AFC Championship game, right? Everybody. So I am really looking forward to that. In all honesty, I think Buffalo is better on both sides of the ball together. Now, when Kansas City is hitting now better on offense. And their defense at times has stepped up and has played incredibly well. But Buffalo, I think, more consistently uh, can be there on offense and defense. Again, Josh Allen is going to be a monster, monster key to all this. But, yeah, this is this is like the AFC championship game. Um, and, I mean, Kansas City, again, they scored nothing in the first quarter and 35 in the second and third quarter. I, Me personally, I don't think they're going to can do that against Buffalo. Um, I'm actually leaning toward Buffalo in this game. I, what's wow. this, spread's got to be under three, right? The spread, according to our friends over at DraftKings, is Chiefs minus two over the two. Buffalo Bills. It, uh, listen, it is terrifying betting against the Chiefs, Mike. It really Horrifying. Is. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the Chiefs, Alabama, and it used to be New England. Now Golden State. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I'll, I'm going to lean toward Buffalo in this one. I, I definitely right. am. Uh, Mike, am I crazy to think that Trey Lance, because Garoppolo is hurt and Garoppolo can only do so much and you're going up against Aaron Rodgers, I think it'd be smart if there's some packages put in for Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. Can you see something like that happening? I could see something like that happening around the goal line or in the middle of the field when you need short yardage to where he could run or throw the ball. Uh, yes, but as far as putting in him more than that, no, I absolutely would not do it. I mean, he, listen, we've obviously, we don't see him every day in practice. If he was killing it in practice, we would have been seeing him more in the games. Right. All right. Now, I know he's injured for a little bit as well. So practice tells a lot. You know, that was just like in um, Minnesota when Kirk Cousins had COVID and Kellen Mond is on the team. Yeah. But Mike Zimmer had no thought. There was no thought of that team of putting Kellen Mond in. Because they see him in practice every day. That's why Sean Mannion got his third start ever in the NFL. You know, because he knew Minnesota's system. Well, Kellen Mond had been there all year, but obviously they had no confidence in him to go do anything. So, and I don't know what the confidence level will be of Trey Lance having a major part of this. Again, if you want to put him around the goal line, make him a threat or, a th or a third and short in the middle of the field, I'm fine with that. But I would do no more than that. Uh, Billy, it feels like this game is for everything. And what I mean by that is whoever wins this game not only advances to the NFC Championship game, they also get Aaron Rodgers next year. How about that? <laughs> bigger than the Super Bowl, maybe. <laughs> I, I would. Be. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers next year than win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Uh, that on the poll. <laughs> uh, no, no, absolutely Why? not. What do you mean? Because you want to win. You're trying to win the Super Bowl. That's the name of the game. You got to win right. the Super Bowl. That's selfish and short-sighted because you could get Aaron uh, Rodgers and win many Super Bowls. 
Uh-huh. Mike, can, can you, you hear this? Uh, can you hear this? Well, maybe Mike? not. He's only won one. Right. Exactly. Is he even that good, Mike? <laughs> He's overrated. Uh, yes, he is one of the best ever. And by the way, it's going to be. Is that that game? You know, so for that one, I mean, it's it's going to be single digits or close to single digits. Yeah. Cold you know, for, for that game, it's, it's going to be kind of weather. Yeah. Yeah, and then the wind chill is obviously. Uh, going to be horrible. It's supposed to be the high of 19 that day in Green Bay and the lowest seven. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm taking Green Bay in that. I don't even know what the spread is, but I'm taking Green Bay. Mike Yeh has an incredible stat for you, Mike. Go, go ahead. Tom Brady has the same number of playoff wins against NFC teams as Aaron Rodgers. They both have 10. <laughs> Tom Brady's been in the NFC for two years. Aaron Rodgers has been in it for 14. <laughs> The, Take the, the Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> the the stats along with Tom Brady are, are laughable. And I don't know when they're going to get beaten. Everybody's pointing to a Patrick Mahomes as the guy that can do it, but all he needs is another 20 years. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy what, what he's doing and where he's going. But, Mike, hear me out. If San Francisco goes into Green Bay and they mm-hmm. beat him, right, yep. and yep. Aaron Rodgers, another wasted season, doesn't yep. win the Super Bowl, okay? And he's looking across at that coach, Kyle Shanahan, whom he loves, by the way, and he's from that area, okay? You don't think – and San Francisco has what Green Bay would want in return for Aaron Rodgers. They have a young quarterback in Trey Lance. Well, so does Green Bay. They have a young quarterback, too, Ah, that they took. ah, ah, Jordan Love, please. Whatever, okay, but they took one. It's a good point. I mean, but San Francisco, if Aaron wants out after the season, that could be a landing spot for him, and they get Trey Lance. If the – the best spot for him is to stay in Green Bay. The best spot outside of Green Bay is San Francisco, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I mean, okay. with the talent that they have there, right. oh, my God, it would be fantastic for him. At this Billy, point, you know, he, he said too much, and he has to leave. If not, he's just yeah. a liar. You Mike, know? You, you, you remember we told you that he was tanking, and it's a long play. It's a mm-hmm. season-long play. This is, yeah. this is where it happens. Oh, God. I was like, hoping it, that would Where it all come comes again. to fruition. Niners Whatever. by 21. You'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Wow. say, hey, I'm not even close. We were outcoached. We were outclassed. I'm going to play for that team. How about that? There you go. My yeah. pick. Green Bay, give the points. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee is minus three and a half at home to the one seed. No one's taking them seriously. Everyone seems to be taking the Bengals very seriously. What do you like here? Man, this game is so intriguing to me. It's great. Think about it. Think about what Tennessee did. They were six and two when Derrick Henry got hurt. So, and, and you know, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones have been going through some nicks as well. And you're thinking, just make the playoffs. Get your guys healthy and see the run you could make. They not only made the playoffs, they were the number one seed. They went six and three without Derrick Henry. Six and three without him. They still had a good running game and their defense was playing tough. Here's the thing, though. They I'll throw a couple of stats at you. They they had seven one-score games. Their average margin of victory was under four points a game. That's the lowest margin of victory of all the division winners. So if they get behind by a couple of scores in this game. I don't think they're that kind of team with Tannehill, a quarterback, can bring them back. And A.J. Brown is going to be targeted so much in this game, so much. Cincinnati knows that. For Cincinnati, I mean, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, um, um, T. Higgins, uh, I love the tight end, Mixon as well, and they don't throw safe passes. They take it down the field. Jamar Chase – leads the NFL and passes a 30 yards or more, their their play down the sideline, back shoulder throw is as good as any that we've seen in a long time. 
I just have a feeling Cincinnati, now they didn't do it against the Rangers. They get up two scores and the Rangers are bringing back to one score. But they had Derek Carr, who took them on that great two-minute drive at the end of the first half to put them with one score. Since he also got a gift on the inadvertent whistle. Something about Cincy, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm leaning toward them, not only to cover, but to get the win in Tennessee. Interesting. Man, Joe Burrow getting to an AFC champion. Yeah. Game. Would that be something? Oh my God. I've I mean, loved his attitude all year long. Same. All year long saying, same. Hey, yeah. this is, you know what? We expect to win. We expect to do this. Because and people can't say, well, he doesn't know what Cincinnati went through. He doesn't live that far from Cincinnati where he grew yeah. up. He knows exactly what they went through, and they hear it all the time. So I love that. He says this is the bare minimum. We yes, will always yes. make the playoffs and we'll at least win one game. You want that kind of confidence love it. the most important position in sports. I mean, love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Great. I love so it. there you go. And I, I can't pick the last game since I'm covering. Uh, God bless football, Golik. We were nominated for America's Best Football Podcast, okay? And I think we're in first place right now, according to Jabba Chamberlain. <laughs> we are. We are. Where would this rank, Mike, in all your accolades? Uh, I mean, nowhere near the top, but it's really oh. cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember, we lead the league in GBF. God bless football. Boom. Oh, all right. Well done. Uh, well done. Mikey A, Mikey yeah. A never makes me get mad at him. He's the only one out of you Same. guys. And, I can yeah. try. <laughs> yeah. Mike, it's this, this, this would be number one, White House two. What, what Letterman? I mean, <laughs> Letterman, White House, three interceptions in my career. I mean, right. maybe the birth of my kids, maybe not, depending on the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just remember, we want it more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. All right, Mike, we'll check you out this weekend. Uh, God bless football. We'll talk to you next week. God bless football. It is time for this week's edition of Steal You Gots. I am on fire. Five and one last week. Wild card weekend. 69 and 50 on the season. I'm not certain there's anyone in the country picking games better than I am right now. Seriously. I mean, someone might want to thank me. I have won someone a lot of money if you're taking all my picks. I've won myself a lot of money. I'm going to thank myself. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, the picks and the lines are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, let's get to this weekend's games again. 5-1 5-1 last weekend, 69-50 and 50 on the season. All lines and these picks are presented by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bengals taking on the Titans. We start in Tennessee, first game of the weekend. The Titans, the one seed in the AFC. This is a team that has beaten the Bills. They have beaten the Chiefs. They have beaten the Colts twice. They have beaten the Rams, the 49ers, yet no one believes in them. I believe in them. I just don't think they'll cover the spread. I have the Titans winning by three points at home. That means Cincinnati covers the five and a half. Take the Bengals. The Packers minus five and a half at home. Lambeau Field Saturday night. Take it on the Niners. The Niners, a very trendy pick this week. I am taking the Packers. They're going to blow them out. The Packers win by 21 points unless Aaron Rodgers is indeed tanking. Then the Niners win the game outright and they win the rights to Aaron Rodgers next season. How about that? This game's for everything. We go to Sunday's game. Sunday afternoon in Tampa. The Bucks taking on the Rams. A lot of people because the Bucks are without three offensive linemen. Wide receivers are down. People are injured all over the place. But as long as number 12 is standing back there playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
I am telling you right now, I know it's tempting. Aaron Donald, Von Miller against a banged-up offensive line. Get pressure on Brady. I know you're thinking about it. I'm telling you right now, don't think about it. And certainly don't say it. Certainly not anywhere in public, okay? Don't do it. I care about you. Tom Brady and the Bucs, they advance. They win by seven points at home. The final game of the weekend, it feels like the AFC Championship game because no one believes in Tennessee. It's the Chiefs. It's the Bills. Allen, Mahomes, Chiefs at home, Arrowhead Stadium. I ain't betting against the Chiefs. I don't like betting against the Bills either, but I ain't betting against the Chiefs. The Chiefs win the game by four points. They advance on to the AFC Championship game. Those are the picks. They are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Good luck, everyone. Uh, Sims, what were you talking about sleeping at the age over 30? Go ahead and tell Billy what the question was. Well, I, I, I got into one of my with one of my hosts, uh, Paul Burmeister, and then Ahmed Farid a little bit on the podcast. And I was like, you know, I, we got into how you sleep at night. And, you know, I'm a naked sleeper. And they're, they were, like, shocked by that, you know, because, like, those two, they're so close to the vest they probably put a chastity belt on before they go to bed at night but yeah they're wearing like full outfits so we put it out i was like all right and they're like whoa you're crazy you sleep naked i don't think that many people sleep naked in bed and we got like i think it was about 30 percent said they uh around 30 percent said they sleep naked the rest had we had some boxers only briefs only you know uh sweatpants all that type of stuff but it sounds like i'm certainly in the minority at C Sims QB on Twitter, uh, right now, 27% of the audience, of your audience, said they sleep naked. Hmm. Yes, sleep. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. I'm, cool I'm going to vote that. right now. Yeah, I'll make it 28%. You... I sleep naked as well. I do. No, you don't. No, yes, I, do. I knew it. Yes. How can so, you have all that clothes on you when you sleep? Doesn't it annoy you? It just is like you roll over and things get wrinkled and stuck and. I don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. Do I mean, yeah. So look just, at the I size of me. Things get wrinkled and stuck no matter what way it goes. You would be the last thing. I, you would be the last guy I would think that would want to wear pajamas or something to bed. Hey, I wear shorts. I wear a pair of shorts. Like, you're like a big grizzly bear. It's probably like four degrees in your room, and you're probably like, oh, it's still too hot in here. Yes. Uh, you nailed it. I need to, yeah, I know you are. So take your shorts off, and you'll feel better. Do you go to bed with clothes on and take them off, or you just at Absolutely some point you're like, not. "I'm done with." So when when do you decide I'm done with clothes for the day? Well, I shower before I go to bed uh, every night. Like right. I have to go into bed clean and not sticky or anything like that. So when I get out of the shower, that's it. No more clothes for the rest <laughs> of the night. And then the yeah. first thing you do is get back in the shower when you wake up, and so therefore it's I, just easy to do when you have no clothes on. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. See, I knew the two bright people of this podcast would, or this show would be that. That's me and Stugatz, in case yeah. you guys didn't know. Unbutton Podcast, BF team with Mike Florio, <laughs> Football Night America, Chris Sims with us here on God Bless Football. Uh, before we look ahead to this week's games, uh, go ahead, like unload everything you have left on the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. Let it all out right here, right now, and then we can move forward, okay? Well, I, the first thing is, is like I'm sick of hearing Dallas complain about the officials and all that. that. That's the thing that I think bothers me more than it. Thanksgiving ended. Oh, the officials. You know, a few weeks ago against the Cardinals. Oh, the officials. And, you know, you guys know me. I watch film. I watch the games in live time. I watch them back on Coachesville. I mean, all their penalties are egregious. I don't know what they're like. 
hey, here's a guy not holding, he's tackling somebody. It's beyond holding. And they're mad that the penalty's called. So that's what I don't like coming out of Dallas. The situation at the end of the football game, I'm not mad at the play call. I mean, it's a great play call. Mm-hmm. The fact, the, the, just in my history and any team I've been a part of, a 17-yard gain with 14 seconds left is not in the time frame of you're going to get another playoff. You know, uh, we're, yeah, a 17-yard gain with 14 seconds. You have to have 17 to 18 seconds on the clock uh, from teams that I've been around working in New England, playing for Josh McDaniels. That was always kind of the line of demarcation for that, let alone, you know, yes, you got to be aware of the ref. Uh, I know you don't have to hand the ball to him, but that was something that any team I was ever a part of, they, they practiced that none, uh, nonetheless. You know, I know the center can get it and put it in the spot and the referee can touch it. But the other thing that's weird about the play, too, is like, uh, I mean, they gave themselves three extra yards. He started the slide at the 26. The Cowboys decided to mark the ball at the 23-yard line just on their own accord. Just be like, yeah, we're the Cowboys. We'll mark it where we want. And <laughs> – you know, so th- there's that issue. I-, I think they're lucky that there wasn't a clear, like, wait, everybody on the line moved back a yard or two. So it wasn't even close. He didn't even snap the ball before it hit double zero. And, yeah, there was mistakes by them along the way. And this is the other aspect that drives me crazy. Everybody acts like if they got that playoff, like, all it was was a chippy field goal, and we win the game. Like, no, 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 you, you still are an offense that couldn't do shit all game against this defense, and you had to score a touchdown from 25 yards out. So, I mean, again, I know that play is controversial, but, man, the percentage of them throwing a ball into the end zone and scoring was even – it's very low. Uh, so, you know, again, I'm not mad at Matt, Mike McCarthy. I understand the play call, but his clock management and things like that has certainly been an issue with his tenure with the Cowboys. Chris, would you rather have two plays from the 40, which are Hail Marys, essentially, or one play from the 29-yard line, let's call it? Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's I would probably take two plays from the 40 over one play from the 29. I don't think the 11 yards is going to make that much of a difference. I'd rather have, let's just take two cracks at it, and let's see if Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb or Cedric Wilson, you know, let's give them two chances to make some freaky-type play, and they have better, you know, ball skills than a DB. I would rather that than, yeah, one shot from the 24 or even like we're talking about, if he slides five or six yards earlier and they're on the 30-yard line, uh, yeah, I would have just gone from the 40 right there and let's go, let's see if we can throw it up right here and do it. I'll say this, everyone's focused on that final drive, the final call, the poor execution. Uh, Mike McCarthy finally finally had his full allotment of timeouts with under two minutes ago, and yet he's still getting criticized uh, for game management issues. I would say this is squarely on Dak, and I'll tell you why. They got the ball before that final possession. It was a miracle they got the ball back, Chris, in the first place. And perhaps those plays and those calls should not have even happened um, if the other team is executing correctly. But Dallas, if San Francisco is executed correctly, Dallas, when you pay Dak Prescott that kind of money in the offseason, $200-plus million, and you're down six with a chance to win the game at home against an inferior team, right? I think Dallas the more talented team. You have to get that done. Brady gets it done. Rodgers gets it done. The elite get it done. Dak did not get it done. No, Dak was not his self or at his best the last half of the season. You know, I think we talked about this a number of times. Again, you you guys heard I, I had concerns about the Cowboys' offense. The Cowboys' O-line, it's overrated. They can't run the ball against any good defenses. The passing attack itself is very simplistic in what the scheme is. So I don't love that. 
too much of it is dependent on the Jimmys and the Joes over the X's and the O's. And then Dak, yes, ever since the calf injury against the New England Patriots, he, he never regained his form as far as just being an on-fire type of quarterback. Now, where I will disagree with you is I don't think they're better than the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I know they got some stars, right. but uh, the, the 49ers O-line's better. The 49ers D-line's better. Uh, I'm going to take the running game and running backs for the 49ers. Hey, wide receivers is a close one there. The coaching staff, I'm certainly taking the 49ers in that one. It was close. I get it. And if I'm Jerry Jones, to your point, I'm disappointed too. Wait, I've paid you all this money. I want to see Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady take over the game in the biggest moments type of stuff. And we did not see that down the stretch from Dak Prescott this year. Did Mike McCarthy do anything that you think will cost him his job? I don't. You know, that's one okay. thing I don't love. I understand, you know, people want to jump on Mike McCarthy, but I don't want to jump on to the point where I think he shouldn't have a job. I know year one was dicey, certainly, you know, and he made a mistake by hiring a defensive coordinator that did not fit the, the personnel they had on the defensive side of the ball. So that led to a, a, a bad first year. But, you know, how can you not look at them and think things aren't going at least in the right direction right now? And there's still a lot of positives. I don't think anybody expected them, you know, to win the Super Bowl this year at the start of the year. They exceeded expectations right from the get-go, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Buccaneers in that opening night game. So uh, I would not. I, I would stay the course and, and hope that we can keep a Kellen Moore. I mean, if I'm an NFL team or an owner, I'm not giving Kellen Moore a head coaching job. No, I, I'm not. Not with the way the offense looked down the stretch or anything like that. He's got a little more proving, you know, to me to do there. We'll see where Dan Quinn, he sounds like he's got the inside track in Denver, but there's still too many positives there in Dallas for them to blow it up. Uh, Chris, looking ahead to this week's game. So Bucks and Rams is a game that interests me from this standpoint. You have a banged-up offensive line. They're banged up to begin with. Wide receivers are banged up. Running backs banged up. Now you have their offensive line. And the key to stopping Brady, if there is a key, is getting pressure on Tom Brady. Now you have Von Miller and Aaron Donald coming in with the L.A. Rams. And, and this is going to be a super interesting game to me. Uh, are you concerned at all about the Buccaneers and their chances to win? Because it's not the injuries of wide receiver that concern me. It's those injuries on the offensive line, Chris. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I, I think this is like one of the worst matchups in football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I bet you they'd rather have the San Francisco 49ers coming into town, and I bet you the Packers would rather have the Rams coming into town when you look at the NFC side of things. Yes. You know, yeah, there's – there's some issues. You know, I always say, like my podcast, every team has their kryptonite in the NFL. Every team has that one, maybe two teams where you just go, we're better than them, but we don't, in totality, but we don't match up well with this team. And, you know, your point is real. Even when they've been healthy, I mean, they've lost their last two meetings in the regular season with Brady against his defense, and there's a reason for that. And it's to your point, even with a healthy offensive line, the Bucks are big and lumbering up front. They want to just, you know, they, their run plays are just like, let's go forward and just push everybody back, and the running back will figure out where to go. The speed of the Rams' defensive front gives them issues. And you got, you got, you said Von Miller, Von Miller Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. Yeah. Gaines is really good on the inside rushing the quarterback. And to your point even more, when we've seen the Bucks lose or Brady not look as good, yeah, of course you need a front four that can get after him, but you need to be able to do some things within the pass rush, at least that confuse him. Like, you know, one blitz, one drop out, two blitz, two drop out, whatever, just to make him think, stress the protections. And 
then change coverages. You can't get predictable with coverages. You look at the Saints this year, the Washington game, the Rams game, they all have the same thing in common. They do. And that's, you know, to me, Brady's only flaw at this point of his career. When you get around him, he's not necessarily like Mahomes or Allen or, or Rodgers, where it's like, oh, you're around him. Oh, wait, you're, you're going to be in trouble now. You're blitzing him and getting around. You're in trouble. And that's where we've seen Brady, you know, chuck and duck or get a little flinchy in the pocket at times. And I think this is a total coin flip game. Uh, Packers and 49ers, do you agree that this game is for everything? And what I mean by that is winner moves on to the NFC Championship game, and the winner also has Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback next mm-hmm. season. How about that? Ooh, well, wait, the winner has Aaron. Well, I mean, they're, I, so I don't, if the Niners I don't win, if the Niners win, which yeah. would mean that Aaron Rodgers is tanking, like Billy and I have been telling you all along, right? Possibly. If he wants to go back home to San Francisco and play for your buddy Kyle Shanahan, the way to do it would be to lose at home by 14 to 21 points to the 49ers. <laughs> and then say, hey, look how much better that coach is than my coach. How about that? <laughs> well, they tried to make it happen in the offseason. I think that was a legitimate, you know, swing or cut that the 49ers took before the draft to get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I make that call too. I mean, how do you not? Right. You hear all the rumblings and issues in Green Bay and the offseason, you take that shot to see if you can get them. But – I don't think that's going to happen. I think Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay no matter what. It's all set up for them to be good for the next few years, and he's playing phenomenal football, as you know. Uh, I think this is going to be a great game. I do. Again, I look at it a lot like the other one. I mean, it's it's coin flippish game. I don't think it's the greatest matchup of the world for the Green Bay Packers. I don't. You know, this 49ers team, again, it's a top 10 offense, a top 5 defense, and – you know, there's not a lot of weaknesses on the football team. We all know the weakness. There's only one weakness, and that's the quarterback, period. You just don't know if you can trust them in some big moments. And really, that's what's hurt them throughout the year and the games they've lost is, you know, the Tennessee Titans game. They're whooping the crap at him. He misses an open touchdown pass and throws two bad interceptions. That'll be the question of the football game. But when you talk about the Packers, I mean, people ran the ball on them at the end of the year. And now you got this team coming into town to run the ball? I mean, they're going to run it. They are. And then, of course, you know, when they played earlier in the year, the 49ers weren't healthy. Debo Samuel wasn't doing the running back stuff. So this is a different football team right here. But, of course, the Packers are a good team. And Rodgers has some things on his side and the offensive side where they can take advantage of the 49ers defense, even though I think the world of it. The 49ers, we know the pass rush is awesome. Linebackers are awesome. Safeties are awesome. Corners are below average. And to me, back to the Dallas game, that's where they blew it last week. I talk about this on my podcast a lot, and Troy Aikman actually brought it up yesterday. It's kind of a lost start in football. Like, how about just playing your guys better than that guy outside and hit him? Like, Aikman made a comment, like, CeeDee Lamb had favorable coverage all week last week against the 49ers. He's right. And they let them off the hook, and that's what the 49ers do. They basically like call your bluff and go, you won't just do this and throw this out here all game long. Rodgers did that in game one. And that's what part of the reason they jumped out to a 7 nothing lead. He played a little bit like, hey, you want to play eight yards off on Devontae Adams? We're going to just abuse you with guys out there. I'll throw strikes and we'll move the ball at 10, 15, 20 yards at a time and just play one-on-one ball. It's a lost art in the league. Aikman to Irvin, they used to do it. My dad's Giants, the Steelers back in the day. 
You know, why does it always got to be about the concepts and I got to do all this to throw it four yards? Sometimes just play your guys better than that guy. And that's where I think their, their advantage is on that side of the ball. But in that first matchup, they did that. The 49ers backed off and started protecting their corners. And then they basically made the Packers run. And the Packers ran the ball, but it didn't necessarily lead to a lot of points in that football game either. And I think that's how the 49ers will come out. It's where the running game, I think, for the Packers is going to be really crucial in this one because I think the 49ers are going to protect their corners and call their bluff and go, let's see if you can run it on us even when we play cover two or help our corners. And if they can do that and put the 49ers in a bind, then the 49ers will be in trouble and it might be the Packers moving on. Uh, Chris, you know Kyle Shanahan very well. He's And he, he thinks differently. Uh, and he likes to show yeah. different looks. Can you envision a scenario where maybe he has some packages put in for Trey Lance for this game just to surprise the Packers? No, I don't think you're going to see Trey Lance no. in that package. I think if they get into that type of package, they're just going to let Debo Samuel run it and let him be that guy and try to find some way to do creative runs off of it. I wouldn't put a guy who doesn't play a whole lot a rookie quarterback on the field. Listen, if you want to have a quarterback design run, maybe fine, but I wouldn't trust him to throw the football in this type of situation and this type of game. And I, I, w- I would think if we see that type of package, it'll be a Debo Samuel. But to your points, Dugats, Shanahan's going to have something. Everything in his offense has checks and balances. Like if he's going to run the toss crack, okay, he's going to run it. And you're going to start to over-defend the toss crack He's going to have a counter to that to go, okay, if you want to overplay that, I got a play that looks just like it, but we're going to screw you coming out, you know, the backside of this formation and get you that way. He is probably the only offensive coach in football where the game plan starts with the running game first. He goes into the lab and let me see how I can screw you over in the run game. And then he figures the pass game off after that. And that's where he's different. And that's where the Packers are. They're going to have their handful. The Packers aren't real big up front. They got Kenny Clark at nose tackle. And then the rest of the D linemen are just good players. They're not great. And that's why we've seen some teams dominate them up front in big games. You text your boy after that win uh, over the Cowboys? You text him? You call him? How does that work with you and Shannon? Yeah, you know, it's been a while since we talked. We, we really uh, haven't talked since training camp. But, yeah, I always text, like, after a big win or, or something like that. I mean, I, I will tell you, I requested him, and I threw Sims' name around, and uh, Kyle Shanahan's response was, uh, doesn't Sims know I have a playoff game to get ready for? And I said, listen, yeah. Sims, didn't know, Sims didn't know. I was just using his name to get you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't talked to him a whole lot. I don't think there was a falling out, Billy. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I certainly was a little critical of his quarterback, Trey Lance, and how he looked oh, in the preseason. So I don't know if he maybe is mad at me for that. He yeah. answers my text, so right, okay. I don't think he's too mad at me. You should text him to come on next week. We've been exactly. trying for weeks now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I won't do that. I won't bother, like, my coach friends this time of the year. I try to let, you know, if they're still playing, they're coaching, let them do their thing. Coaching. Get their right. coaching, right. Yeah, but right. Belichick's a friend of yours. He's not coaching, so he's got <laughs> No, I don't know if he's a friend of mine either. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but I ain't calling him either way. Okay, but give me the numbers. I'll bother them, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening either. <laughs> You're an ass. You know? <laughs> I'm on podcast, BFT with Mike Florio, Football Night in America. Chris Sims with us here on God Bless Football. The Titans, explain to us, explain to me, Billy, and Mikey A, and the audience, why no one seems to be taking the one seed seriously, a team that's beaten the Chiefs, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Bills. 
It's it's perplexing to me. I, I say it a lot every week. I just go, we're disrespecting the Titans as a national media. I don't get it. I know it's not sexy. I understand that. It's not highlight real plays all the time. But they're old school. They're they're early Patriots, 2004, 2001 Patriots. That's the type of team they are. You know, run the ball, control the clock, ask the quarterback to make some clutch throws and some big moments like Brady does. And then, you know, our defense will be like game plan specific and do some stuff that you didn't prepare for and we'll beat you that way. And it might only be 24-17 or 20-13 to type win. And I think that's why people don't jump on them. And I think then when Derrick Henry got hurt, everybody just thought, well, they can't overcome it. They're still a really good running football team. They can overcome Derrick Henry as long as they have the two healthy receivers, in my opinion. But now you throw Derrick Henry back in the mix, watch out. You know, Tannehill, I know he's not Mahomes or Allen or Brady or Rodgers. I get that. But he's much better than people give him credit for. He's one of the best down-the-field throwers in football over the last three years in the season. And that's where I think they're going to be dangerous here. They're going to play defense. They're game plan specific. They're going to run the ball. And they're going to put you in some tough spots to go, hey, you got to stop our run. And now you're going to have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones one-on-one or in a coverage that doesn't necessarily benefit you. And they're going to make some plays down the field throwing the football. When I first filled out my little bracket as far as when the playoffs came out, I put the Titans in the Super Bowl. I did. Now, you know, I'm going to assess as I go here, but uh, I think they got all the qualities to be there. First thing is this, Dugats. They got an O-line and a D-line that will allow them to never be overmatched by any team in the league. So there's never going to be a game they have to get on the field and go, oh, no, we got to make up for our O-line and D-line and do this and do that and do this because we got no chance. They can kind of play it any way they want because they have the luxury of some bad dudes on both lines. I think Tannehill happens to be the perfect quarterback for that type of team because they want to run the ball. Tannehill doesn't care if he throws it 40 times or 10 times. He does not care. He's not selfish like that. And he can make plays with his legs. He's a good athlete, Tannehill. Great athlete. I mean, went to yeah. Texas A&M as a wide receiver. Ran yeah. four or five in the 40. Uh, yep. Got a really good arm. Got a really good deep ball arm. And you're right. There's no ego there. He's cool with, you got me to throw. I got to throw it 15 times to win this game. Great. Yeah. Next week, 30. Okay, cool. Whatever you want me to do. And I respect that about him. I do. Uh, tell the audience, tell us, because I thought your tweet was fascinating. Why, like, as good as Patrick Mahomes has been the last two seasons, why Josh Allen has actually been better. Well, Josh Allen, you know, again, I, I, Mahomes is the man. I mean, both, you know, these, these guys that are, these are two guys I stood on a table for. So I love them both. I mean, right. I'm the guy that was saying Mahomes is the first pick of the draft and Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the draft. You know, Mahomes is magical. We know that, you know, is Josh Allen. And again, in totality up to Mahomes with his career and all that. No, he needs to win an AFC championship game and win a Super Bowl. I get that. But he's played better football and been a better quarterback the last two seasons than Mahomes. He has. Last year, Josh Allen should have been in the MVP conversation. You know, if I had a vote last year, I would have made him second to Aaron Rodgers. He was phenomenal. This year, you know, again, we know Mahomes is really good, but it wasn't like a magical Mahomes year. We went through a number of weeks where we went, what the hell's going on with Mahomes? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? You know, Allen... I don't know if any team leans on one guy more than the Bills lean on Josh Allen. You know, they need a big run. He runs the ball. You know, he's got it all in the fact of, you know, where we talk about Mahomes and I hope he has patience and check the ball down. 
Allen is he's already ridden you know rid himself of that disease. He is like we saw last week. You want to play coverage, he'll just pick you apart with his own. But as soon as you get aggressive, zoom, it's the laser show. So he moves just as well as Mahomes. His arm is every bit as strong, if not stronger than Mahomes. It's stronger than Mahomes. And, you know, really probably moves better than Mahomes as far as the quarterback design run and that stuff. So I think they're the two best quarterbacks in the playoffs. If you made me rank the quarterbacks, I'd go Allen one, Mahomes two, Rodgers three, Brady four, Burrow five, Stafford six, Hmm. Tannehill seven, Garoppolo eight. That's how I would put it right now for what we've seen this year and at this moment. That's how I would rank them. I know I'm crazy, but I, I'm usually pretty close on these ones. No, you're pretty good on this. Uh, what a great time it is for like the young quarterbacks and for a guy who, evalu- who loves quarterback play and evaluates quarterbacks for a living. When you're talking about Allen, Mahomes, you have Burrow, you have Herbert, right. you have Lamar Jackson, and of course yes, you have Tom sir. Brady. I mean, it is. <laughs> it, it's amazing. It is. There's yeah. not a quarterback uh, problem in the NFL right now. No, we got stars no. all over the place. Yeah. And I think the matchup we see Sunday night has the chance to be the closest thing to like Manning Brady as we go forward here. And that's Allen versus Mahomes because right. they're just so special as players. Like, I don't imagine their teams falling off anytime soon. You know, they're, they're the type of quarterbacks that even when their teams fall apart a little bit, they're still going to get in the playoffs and they're going to make magic happen. And I think we might see this uh, matchup a lot as we go forward. All right, Sims, I, uh, I unveiled for uh, Levitard and the crew, my first time ever, the top five best-looking quarterbacks in NFL history. And wow. I just want to run it Ooh. by you before you get out of here, okay? Okay, NFL right. history. Wow, you're going and, strong here. I'm interested in this. This is a good subject. Well, no, it's Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. They had to, uh, win, okay. they, they had to win a Super Bowl, okay? Right. Well, okay. diamonds make any guy look a little more handsome, exactly right. so I understand that. I get it. I got you. <laughs> exactly right. Okay. So, number Number five on my list is 2001 Tom Brady. Okay, number five. All right, 01 Brady, his first Super Bowl. Really? Yes. I, I'm yeah. shocked. I'm surprised by that. I don't think he's. I, That's all right. not well, the I best Brady. The, rest of the list. That's okay. not even the best Brady. So the baby fat going on there. Well, I, I mean, the know. list isn't yeah. done. You want me? Receding hairline going on there. <laughs> yeah, that was pre. You know. It was a young Brady, okay? He was handsome. I don't know what to tell you, okay? Uh, number four, and look it up, kids, okay? And he definitely slept in the nude. There's no question about it. Is Len Dawson, okay? Lenny Dawson. All right, number three, Troy Aikman. I mean, need okay. I say more? Okay, you're good with that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, great jawline, you know? Yeah, he's got it all. No doubt about it. I agree with you there. By the way, don't be insulted that your dad didn't make the list. Nick is number six on my list, okay? Oh, he's at number six. Okay, at least he made number six. All right. right. I don't because... think he'll punch you in the face for number six. He can get over that. <laughs> what if I put Hostetler in front of him, though? <laughs> then he might get punched. <laughs> All right, number two is Doug Williams. Okay. Number one is 2021 Tom Brady. How about that? <laughs> wow. No Broadway Joe? I mean, every girl yeah. in the world wanted to get in bed with Broadway Joe. You didn't put him in there? No, no, no. I uh, I had to make room for Doug Williams. <laughs> Joe, no Joe Montana. I nah, mean, that that's nah, another nah. one of mission. I'm gonna put them over like uh, uh, 2001 Brady for sure. John Elway. Elway's got to be in there. Patrick eh. Mahomes, come on, he's a handsome guy. Yeah. You know? Listen, I don't give a f- what you do with the list. All right, just don't take out Doug Williams. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm down with Doug. That's my guy right there. 
definitely slept in the nude, right? Like, there's no... Like, I, <laughs> I would think all the cool quarterbacks sleep in the nude. <laughs> I would think any Super Bowl quarterback sleeps in the nude. That's are just you, what I would think. Are yeah. you telling us big f***er sleeps in the nude? Is that what we're... Where uh, do you think I got it from? <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> guy looks comfortable in bed. I got a wedgie from the boxers I'm wearing. I'm going to take these things off. <laughs> but Hostetler had full pajamas. Like, <laughs> I eat everything. Oh... <laughs> uh, Jeff Hosteller is such a good guy, such a great guy. I joke and have fun with it just over the competitive thing between him and my dad on the football field. But, man, just so everybody knows and they don't think I'm – Jeff Hosteller is as cool as they come. I really have a lot of respect for him. Listen, he helped your dad win that second ring. Your dad got hurt. No doubt about it. I'll I'll take it. I still look at that ring all the time when I go home, and I'm like, damn, you know, I don't like it as much as the first one, but I still go, shit, I hope the big (laughs) – signs this one to me when he's dead i hope i get him <laughs> wow are you getting the rings like do you know i don't i don't know we'll share them i'm not that you know i got my brother and my sister or they'll be a part of our family that that's for sure i know that but uh I, I think i should at least get the first super bowl one as in like really i was the i was the only one that was there and yeah. i was the only one old enough to really know what the hell was going on uh, but if, you know, my brother or sister wanted to borrow it, I'd give it to them. That's very nice of you. That's kind of Yeah, I'm a nice guy. All right, I'm How about if I wanted to borrow it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. Maybe if you slept naked in bed, I would have done it let you borrow. But my you poor wife is in for it tonight. <laughs> what if Billy wanted to borrow it? I mean, why? Oh, uh, well, that's questionable. <laughs> I don't know. I would have asked. Billy's the guy, the guy like, I trust Billy. His heart's in the right place. But Billy's the kind of guy that's like, well, I'm a, let me show my friends. And he'd put it in his pocket yeah. and, like, walk around South Beach Ooh. in Miami and then be like, oh, wait, guys, I forgot to show you. And then he'd be like, oh, um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Um, uh, uh, and that's where I'd get scared of Billy. Sorry, Billy, yeah. I just can't give it to you. No, Sorry. you're right. Sometimes I sit down and things slide out of my pocket. It happens. <laughs> put it on Billy, eBay. you're the best. You're my favorite, Billy. I love you. I really do. I love you. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, uh, Sims, before we get out of here, who's going to win the games this weekend? Go ahead. Tell us who's playing. All a- right. A- I'm AFC going Titans over NFC. Bengals. Right. I'm going Titans over Bengals. I'm taking 49ers over Packers, 30 right. to 24. Damn. I'm going Rams over Bucks. I did it. I really went back and forth. Sims. I don't feel confident. I wouldn't bet money, but I'm going Rams 24-21. I, like I said, I do think they, they pose issues there. Big and then mistake. the Bills, I took the Bills by a field goal over the Chiefs. All right. I mean, look, look at you, man. I know. <laughs> I, is that I, Titans I, and three dogs? Uh, Jesus. I, yeah, it is. I know. When I got done, I was like, man, am I really going to pick three underdogs? But, yes, I am going to do that. And I got to just go with my brain, not with – you know, my heart or all of that, and we'll see. We'll see what, what happens here. It's, all I know is these are the best eight teams in football, and we should get four really good games. Chris is talking to OBJ on Sunday. OBJ Sunday. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. It'll be up on the pregame show Sunday. I look forward to that. I love me some OBJ. Of course, I'm a Giants fan. I was sad to see him go when he got traded away. Baker Mayfield hates this, right? He's rooting against them. He has to. Well, I would think a lot of people in Cleveland are because it's it's pretty (laughs) apparent that it wasn't, you know, OBJ's fault. We know that. I think that's pretty apparent now. He can still fly and beat anybody he wants in football one-on-one. So that's where the Browns dropped the ball. They made that that situation way too complicated. You see that McVay and Stafford carved out a niche for him right away. And, man, he looks so comfortable and happy right now. It's a different guy. 
Sibs, have you seen that we were nominated for uh, America's Best Football Podcast, American Football Podcast, and currently in the standings right now, we are number one. And that, wow, uh, that's we, awesome. Yes. Wait, did I, I? You know what? I don't think I ever retweeted that. You asked me to retweet it, hmm. and I was going to retweet it with like a, a smart-ass comment that was going to be like, hey, vote for this, even though it's not as good as my podcast. It's the second best <laughs> football podcast out there. <laughs> How about this? Feel Sims? free to retweet it. I mean, Jabba Chamberlain's doing it. Yeah. If, okay. If, Whoa. If I die and something comes of this, I'll let you have it. Okay. Well, you know, what do you mean if something comes of what? I don't know. If they send like a plaque or some paper or whatever and I die, you can have it. He's like trusting he, you with his valuable yeah, positions you're not trusting him with his. If you, know? you don't get your dad's rings, you'll have whatever it is that may or may not come from this if I die. Okay. The certificate. That's All a right. promise. Yeah, that's, that's a great. promise. That's great. Like, what, like the, the shades that were over the window behind you and most of these are like something like that. What am I going to get? I mean, you know. Well, now I hope you don't think I've you're changed like, my mind. You're not, Good, because you're not going to butter me up to where I'm going to be like, you know, I changed my mind. I will let you have a carry. But this Super could Bowl be ring. a plaque. This could be a plaque, Chris Sims, that you Wait could be second. getting. Wait a second. You guys were just telling each other you were pronouncing your love for each other and having sex, and now you're divorced. I mean, well, I made a joke, and he got personal. So now, you know, <laughs> screw it. It's on the table. <laughs> Sims, get out of here. <laughs> Enjoy the game. Unbutton podcast, BFD with Mike Florio, Football Night in America, one-on-one sit-down with Odell Beckham Jr. this weekend. Chris, we appreciate it. As always, you've made us number one. You, Mojo, and Jabba Chamberlain. We appreciate it. Uh, man, thanks, you guys. You know I love doing it. I love you guys. Mike, you the man. Billy, you are the man. I do love you, all right? <laughs> Peace out. I'll see you guys, all right? See you I'll see you next week. Billy, you wondered at the beginning of God Bless Football whether or not Chris Sims hates you or not. Yeah. I, so I don't know. He said he loves you. You said I love you too. Um, and then you guys got divorced. You were fighting again. I mean, how do you feel about your relationship with Sims now? I don't know. I don't know where it stands. I'm, I'm just as confused <laughs> as I was before. I, le- I learned that Chris Sims may or may not be hoping that his dad dies so he could get his Super Bowl rings, <laughs> but wouldn't lend them to me, which I don't think I would ask him to, but he wouldn't anyway. It was odd. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like if, if Phil if yeah. he was standing on the edge of a cliff, Chris would push him over. As long as he didn't have the rings on him. <laughs> Dirty Diana would have to have the rings. <laughs> what an amazing family. <laughs> I don't think I could hang with them, honestly. Why? Why do you say that? I just don't. I don't think I would. I don't think it'd be a good fit. I don't, like if they invited me over for like a weekend or like Thanksgiving or something, they'd be like, who is this guy? I am imagining Phil Sims walking into the living room. You're there because you would shrivel up if he walks in, just like you would imagine Big f***er to walk in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yelling and screaming at everyone. I imagine you hiding behind the couch. I, nah, what, yeah, I, I imagine what would happen is he'd come in and he'd do like, you know, the, the joke that you'd like in, in like elementary school or high school or whatever. Like, oh, what's the yeah. capital of Thailand? I just go Bangkok and you punch the person in the nuts. That's what I imagine would happen if I go to Big Phil's house. Why are you making them out like Biff or the O'Doyles or something like that? I don't know. Billy, he was on a podcast with my dad who's 80 and he told him he was going to punch him in the face. See? So I'm not that wrong. Bangkok. I could also see Big Phil getting pushed off the side of a cliff so that Chris could get his rings and surviving. And then coming back after him. And Chris has both rings on. Well, no, and then Chris is running for his life because you don't want to push Phil Sims off of a cliff and have him survive. Make sure it's the right one, Chris. Can you put that on the ball? Do you want to push Phil Sims off a cliff and have him survive? Also, did it seem to you like Chris Sims wanted to kill his dad so he can get his Super Bowl rings? 
God bless football, Billy. God bless um, football. Uh, fun. <laughs> fun. Sportspodcastawards.com. Vote for this to be the best football podcast. And compete against us in fantasy. DKNG.co slash Levitard. Take that in. Trust me on this, Billy. No. I took Why? Carson Wentz like the second to last week of the season. He was a disaster. Can you at least give me this, okay? Because you'll give me nothing. <laughs> Can you give me this? Have you been impressed with my uh, my record gambling in the NFL this year? I have been impressed by your record gambling, even though there's a Twitter account dedicated to just saying that it's totally wrong, which I don't think that it is. Maybe by like one or two, but like they have it drastically different. It's not that. They're wrong. I mean, listen, Billy wants me to do poorly. The whole show wants me to do poorly. In fact, I will be honest with you. I don't want to do this good. All right. I'm trying. I prefer being bad at this. Right. It serves my role better. Uh, but Billy would be the first one to tell you I haven't had a good season, and he's telling you I had a good season. So uh, that guy on Twitter, go bleep yourself. <laughs> I'm looking at Tannehill, how he's done. Week 18, 27.3 points, four touchdowns, 287. <laughs> it's the best value out there because Derrick Henry's been hurt. They're not going to give him the ball a thousand times, and Joe Burrow's going to put, uh, put up a lot of points. So I'm telling you, Tannehill's going to have to have a big game, and I think he will. All right. Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac, fun. I'm very proud of you not asking him to bring on George or Barbara Bush, who both have passed away. So congratulations on not doing that. <laughs> Even if they were alive, I'd prefer Roger Clemens. <laughs> well, come on. Obviously, it's the rocket. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> See you, Bill. God bless football. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.